everyone, and welcome to another episode of Strip Sideways. It's season two, the first episode of Monday check-ins, and oh my god, it's so nice to be back. I have missed these Mondays. I know I'm probably going to be uploading this tomorrow, which is going to be Tuesday, but technically in my world, it's still Monday. Um, the reason being, I had a huge deadline, and I'm going to be real, I had to figure out what to do, and couldn't do everything. So here I am uploading on a Tuesday. So I apologize. But you know what, guys, it's been a really crazy few months. The deal is I have been so MIA because I lost my voice. And I didn't lose my voice in the sense where I could not speak at all. I lost my voice in the sense where it comes to work. It comes to the ability to talk without my voice cracking or sounding like I was a 60 year old smoker was the biggest issue. And what's been going on with me is that I haven't been really taking good care of myself. It's been go, 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 go. And you know what? I thought I could do it. Working on multiple things at the same time isn't as easy. And I know my voice still doesn't sound 100%, but trust me, this is better than like the 20 that I had last week. So just bear with me and thank you so much for all your support. You know, living that double life, if you had a chance to catch my episode that dropped on Friday, season two, episode one with Suri, we really go into a lot of detail about the challenges that living a double life is. Um, For me, a double life meant that I was not telling anyone that I had been filmmaking and, and made a movie and had been script writing for like almost close to a little over two years. Um, And keeping a secret like that in a pandemic is pretty easy. But at the same time, it wasn't easy because there's such a small group of people you end up seeing on a daily basis. So hiding it from them was exhausting. But um, when I got back from California in July, I actually lost my voice. I got sick and my sinuses took over and my stress took over and three and a half months later, I am kind of back to normal. Um, It's been a really challenging situation. I want to say, I used to say, oh my God, I hate my voice. And if anyone has said that, you really need to take it all back because I miss my voice. I miss having or remembering or recognizing the sound of myself and not in a narcissistic way, but in more of like, I think that was a more normal voice that I'm projecting now. Although people have said that this is a very sexy voice, it might be sexy, but it's taking me a lot to even speak. My breathing's a little bit affected while I'm talking. Um, So there, there's a lot of things to this. And this kind of takes me to today's topic. And it's all about taking good care of yourself, knowing when to stop and listen to your body, to your mind, when it tells you, I'm tired. You really don't want to get to a point where it's too late and your body gives up. And in my case, it was my voice. So before you get to that extremity, mentally and physically, the first thing you can do to prevent your crash and burn is to set realistic expectations. 
and it's really hard to say this, but I am slowly realizing that you can't really do it all, at least not all at once. You really have to be realistic in setting your timeline. For example, I had no idea that I had set the deadlines for three big projects that I was working on at this exact same time. And, you know, sometimes we think we can do it all. Sometimes we think we can be the person who has the most, you know, amazing social life and the most vigorous work life. And we can still go to the gym and work out and we can still keep up our relationship with our families and still make me time. And the reality is we can't. We are only given a lot of time during the day. So what I had to do was reprioritize my projects and ask myself what was most important and why. And that's not to say that sometimes when we're working, we have deadlines and sometimes we have, you know, other deadlines. Um, that we need to accomplish. Maybe it's our health, maybe it's following appointments and you know all this other stuff. But the most important thing is knowing and realizing that setting realistic expectations will create more freedom for you to feel less stressed out and not feel like you're running a marathon um, or running a race. And that kind of brings me to the next second way to prevent the crash and burn is being okay. And I call it with failing. And I say failing because for me, when I don't accomplish something, whether it's a big or small goal, I am really hard on myself. And I consider that a failure. And no matter how I've tried to spin it in my brain, it has been engraved as a failure. And I want to be okay with that word now. And I want to be okay with saying that it's okay with failing in not in not meeting the expectations you set for yourself because of blank 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 and for me it was because mentally and physically i couldn't do it i had just lost my grandmother as well and there's way too many things going on and it was really important for me in that moment to be kind to myself and i think if it's a choice of failing or being kind to yourself, you'd think being kind to yourself would be the obvious choice. But most of us are guilty of choosing the toxic side to things, which is this feeling of not failing and doing whatever it takes to get there. And trust me, I understand that adrenaline. I've been there and I've been there in moments where actually I thought it was doable and it was doable, to be quite honest. Um, I was at my optimal state physically. Um, mentally, and things just worked out. But at times, things don't work out. And I think that's the hard thing to accept when you have certain goals and your your mind has made up its mind (laughs) that this is what you're going to do. And sometimes things change, and it's okay with accepting that change. And that brings me to the last point. To prevent this crash and burn, make time. Make time for yourself. It is so important to take care of yourself. I think most of my Monday check-ins are centered around being kind to ourselves. And it's so hard. We've been programmed since we were young 
to feel like the minute we stop, the minute we pause, it's a sign of failure. It's a sign that we're lazy or we're not doing something. We've been programmed since we were young to feel like the minute we stop, the minute we pause, we are somehow lazy or we're not doing enough. And you know what? That's not true. And making time for yourself actually opens up more doors to productivity, to creativity than doing things when you're stressed out and overwhelmed. So it's so important to make that time for yourself. There's this quote that I once read, accept yourself, love yourself, and keep going. And that's the key to really moving on. And for me, accepting what happened was really hard, but it was such an aha moment because I now actively make time for myself. And even if it's just for 20 minutes a day, I do what I need to do to clear my mind, to clear my um, body of these toxins of anxiety and this overwhelming need to always go, 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 go. So no matter who you are, you need to remember self-worth. It comes from knowing that you deserve to put yourself first. And when you can do that and you can take care of yourself, guess what? You won't lose your voice in the world that you worked so hard to create. So I hope you have an amazing start to your week. And I'm so happy I'm back. I know I'm still a work in progress, but I cannot wait to share season two with y'all. Stay tuned for Friday's podcast episode with a new guest where we talk about self-worth. And please don't forget to like and subscribe. See you guys soon.